Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, I thank you today, Lord God. I thank you today, Lord God, for everybody that's here tonight, God. I thank you for them, God. I thank you, God, for everybody that's listening, God, whether they're listening on the phone lines, listening online, God. I give you thanks and I give you honor and praise for them tonight, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. You're going to shift us all tonight, and I give you praise and honor for how you're going to move on tonight, God. I thank you for that one that may be listening to the replay, God. However they listen, whenever they listen, God, I give you honor and I pray, give you honor and praise for them on tonight, on today, Father, in the name of Jesus. Sit me down and use me mightily for your glory. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire. I am your humble host, Prophetess Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from John chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. This John chapter 5, verses 1 through 7 from the NIV. It reads as following. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there in Jerusalem near the sheep gate, near the sheep gate, a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him laying there, when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in that condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes ahead of me. Again, it's John chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. Here in tonight's foundational text, we see a man who had been in the same condition for 38 years. Keep that in mind. He had been in the same condition for 38 years. Over the years, he had tried to overcome his situation on his own. He had tried to overcome the situation, tried to overcome his condition on his own, but couldn't. And now that Jesus is there, putting him on the spot and asking him straight out, do you want to get well? He responds with an excuse, like we do. He responded with an excuse. Explaining to Jesus why he wasn't already well. Because someone keeps getting into the pool ahead of him when the water is stirred. That was his excuse. But here's the thing. Jesus never asked him why he wasn't well. All Jesus asked him was, do you want to get well? Simple question. He made it complicated. But it was a simple question. Do you want to get well? Tonight's message, no more excuses. Tonight's message is no more excuses. Beloved, like the invalid man in tonight's foundational text, you wasted enough time as it is. 
You can't afford to go another year making excuses, another year feeling sorry for yourself. So do you want to get well? Yes or no? Do you want to enlarge your living space? Yes or no? Do you want to write that book? Yes or no? Do you want to start that business? Yes or no? These are just an example, a few examples of the type of questions the Holy Spirit has been asking you. And you know what he's waiting on a, on a response. Maybe these are not his exact questions to you. You know what he's been asking you. This is just an example of the type of questions he has been asking. And he's waiting on your response. How many of you know that sometimes no answer is the same as giving an answer? If you ask somebody a question and it's a yes or no answer and they don't say nothing, you can automatically assume that the answer is no. Because if it was yes, it looked like they would have said something. So by them not saying anything, you're going to automatically assume that their answer to your question is no. They don't want to do what you're asking. But they don't want to come out and say no. So they don't say anything. So as I said, sometimes no is the answer. Sometimes the no answer is, is given an answer. You see, the longer you procrastinate, the longer you hesitate, it's the same as saying to God, I don't want it. I don't want what your word says I can have. Instead, beloved, on tonight, and I'm talking to myself too, instead, on tonight, beloved, we need to step out in faith. Not just you, but we. We need to step out in faith. And all we need is faith as little as a mustard seed. That's all you need, faith as little as a mustard seed. A little faith applies. A little faith applied yields big results. A little faith applied yields big results. Think with me. You know I like to make you think on prolific fire. All Ruth had was a little faith when she moved from Moab, the place where she was born and raised. She moved from Moab to Bethlehem. She didn't even know Naomi's God like that. She just knew she felt led to follow Naomi, her mother-in-law. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. That's what she told her mother-in-law. That's Ruth 1. Verse 16 from the NIV. Then there was that time when Peter saw Jesus walking on the water and decided to try. You remember that? That was Matthew 14, verses 26 through 29. For the sake of time, I'm not going to read it. You can read it in your own spare time. That's Matthew 14, verses 26 through 29, NIV. That's when Peter saw Jesus walking on the water. At first, they were all afraid. But Jesus soon let them know that there was him, that there was him walking on the water towards them. And Peter decided that he wanted to get out of the boat and try the same thing. Sometimes, beloved, your faith will look just like that. Sometimes your faith will look just like that. Sometimes your faith will look like you're just taking a chance. And maybe you are. 
Sometimes your faith will look like you're just taking a chance, and maybe you are. Take a chance on faith tonight. Take a chance on faith tonight. Take a chance on yourself in faith tonight. But whatever you do, don't continue to be like the invalid man in tonight's foundation of text, laying around, watching others get what you say you want. Don't continue to be like the invalid man in in tonight's foundational text, laying around, watching why others get what you say you want. Year after year, it's never your turn because someone else beats you to it. And so now you're depressed. You're feeling sorry for yourself. No, 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 no. The Bible says, for the dream comes with with much effort. For the dream comes. Through much effort, Ecclesiastes 5 and 3 from the outside. In other words, you have to do more than just dream of being healed. Somebody, you have to do more than just dream of being healed. The man in tonight's foundational text had to do more than just dream of getting well. He had to put in the effort necessary to try and get in the pool. Sober loves try. And if you have been trying, Try again. Go to your doctor's appointments. Don't make no excuses. Go to your doctor's appointments. Take your meds. But at the same time, take a mouthful of Jeremiah 30 and 17. Take a mouthful of of Exodus 15 and 26. In other words, keep your mouth full of the word of God. While you're going to the doctor and you're taking the meds, that's in the natural in the spiritual, I want you to keep your mouth full of the word of God. Despite what you're going through, don't you dare talk negative. Remember, I told you last week that the spiritual and the, that the natural and the spiritual work well together. So in the in the natural, you're going to go to the doctor. You're going to keep your doctor appointments. You're going to get yourself checked out. You're going to take your meds. But then from the spiritual point of view, you're going to take a big dose. A mouthful of Jeremiah 30 and 17. A mouthful of Exodus 15 and 26. Keep your mouth full of the word of God despite what you're going through. Don't you dare talk negative. Don't you dare talk negative. Jeremiah 30 and 17 from the Amplified says, For I will restore restore health to you. I will restore health to you. And I will heal your wounds, just says the Lord. Also quote, Exodus 15 and 26 from the Amplified. For I am the Lord who hears you. Who hears you? The Lord. For I am the Lord that hears you. He might use the doctors to heal you. Through the medicine you might get healed, but still you need to know that it was the Lord. For I am the Lord who hears you. Dreaming about the house you want is good. Don't get me wrong. Dreaming about the house you want is good. Because dreams are one of the ways that God speaks to us. Dreams are one of the ways that God speaks to us according to Job 33, verses 14 through 15. That is one of the ways that that God speaks to us of dreaming about the house you want is good. Dream about the house. Dream about your enlarged living space. Envision it. I want you to dream about it. I want you to see it. And then quote and keep quoting scriptures like, Enlarge your house. Build an addition. Spread out your home and spare no expense. 
Isaiah 54 and 2 from the New Living Translation. Now let's take this same scripture and make it personal just for you. Enlarge my house, build an addition. Father God, spread out my home and spread new expense. And I will forever give you the praise for this which you have done. See, you don't never fail to give God his credit. You don't never fail to give God his glory. Because through it all, however he gets his, gets his done, whether he touched man to do it, or he touched an angel to move on your behalf, or he himself comes down and, and touches something and, and, and makes the money show up in your bank account. However he does it, he still did it. You may not sin. Chances are you're not going to sin. But you will see the representation of his hand moving in your life. And you are always giving praise and giving glory for that. And you ought to quote scripture like, the wise woman built a house. If you believe in to build a house from the ground up, if you believe in to have another house, if you believe in to restore the house that you're in, if you believe in that the relationships that are going on in the house will be restored. You still can quote this scripture. The wise woman builds her house. That's Proverbs 14 and 1. Same with writing a book or starting the business. Don't just dream, but actually start writing a rough draft of what you would like to see published. Okay, a rough draft is just you getting your ideal out on paper. It's just you getting what's in your head out. It's not perfect. It's not grammarly correct. It's not even punctuated right. You're still a long way from being published, but it's a start. At least you got your idea out of your head and on paper. It's a start. The Bible tells you, it tells us to write the vision and make it plain. Her back are two and two. So write some things down. So write some things down, beloved, starting tonight. Finally, start your business with what you have or what you can get access to. Start your business with what you have or what you can what you can get access to. Even if that means you have to do some research online to learn more about what you want to get into, do that. But start where you are. Especially if it's a home based business. Make it a family affair. Remember how the woman in Second Kings four verses one through seven, remember how she was in debt? and was about to lose everything, including her children, until the prophet Elisha came and gave her a word from the Lord, much like I'm doing tonight. He gave her a word from the Lord, much like I'm doing tonight. And yes, this this word tonight does correct me, does convict me on some things. We got to get it together, y'all. We got to get it together as a family, as a prolificated family. As a prolificated family, we got to do this. He came and gave her word from the Lord, much like I'm doing tonight. And she started an all business from her home with her sons assisting her. And she made enough money to pay off the debt her husband had left her had left her in, the debt he had left behind. And her and her boys were told to live off the rest. Can you imagine going around to your neighbors, borrowing some empty vessels? And using the little bit that you had in your house, and the Lord touches it and makes it makes it scratch and scratch and increase to the point that you can sell this oil 
and make more than enough to get yourself out of debt to save your children and have enough to live off of. Can you only imagine? No more, no more excuses. And I'm talking to myself too. No more excuses. After tonight, after tonight, no more excuses. The Lord is going to hold us accountable because we did hear his word and we heard it together. No more excuses. Let's pray. Father God, give us, myself included, a zeal to get up and start. Make the effort for what we want. Help us to exercise our faith daily as we step out in action. The action may be small, but you are the one, Father, to not not despise small beginnings according to your word in Zechariah 4 and 10. Though your beginnings were small, the Bible says, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. That's Job 8 and 7, New King James Version. The CV says your future will be brighter far than your past. Your future will be brighter by far than your past. Job 87 CV. And so we don't. We don't despise small beginnings. That would be just another excuse. No more excuses. Instead, help us to execute your plan. Help us, Father, to execute your plan. Execute your purpose for our lives. While we are still here on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this concludes the message for tonight. I pray that you were blessed. I pray that you were activated, that you were shifted, and you are ready to make some things happen to the glory of God. Pray about it. Ask him what, what you need to do and how you need to do it. And let's get, let's make some things happen for his glory. Always give him the glory. Always give him the credit. Now, if you're not saved, but you know you need to be, and you're on this phone line tonight or maybe next week or next month or whatever, I need you to repeat this after me and be serious. It's time you made Jesus your Lord and Savior. According to Romans 10, 9 through 10, it tells you just how to do that. Romans 10, 9 through 10, NIV says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So open up your mouth tonight, beloved, and repeat after me. Jesus, I confess with my own mouth that I am a sinner in need of you. I believe with my heart that that you are the son. I believe with all my heart, Jesus, that you are the son of God raised from the dead. I need you. I want you as my Lord and Savior with a faith, with faith as little as a mustard seed, I believe. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, come. Amen. Now the announcements. If you feel if you feel like you want to sow into 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 the ministry tonight, Next week or whenever, you can do so by going to the website prolificfire.com. It takes PayPal, it takes credit or debit, it, it it takes all. Or you can access access the ministry's PayPal by going to paypal.me/prolificfire and PayPal does does work internationally. That's why I love it. It's not just for the United States, but wherever you are, if you want to sow a seed, you can do so by accessing 
the PayPal. It's paypal.me slash prolific fire. Or you can use the Cash App right here in the United States. The Cash App is the dollar symbol prolific fire. The P in prolific is capital F and five is capital written all together. Prolific fire. And I pray a special blessing over everybody that sold thirty six hundred fold. I pray it over you that it be returned to you according to your faith, be it unto you. May you see the harvest where you need it the most. To God be the glory. That's Matthew 9 and 29, according to your faith, be it unto you. If you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, you can call or text 865-408-8690. Again, that's 865-408-8690. And it will come directly to me. You will be talking to me one-on-one. Or you can email prolificfire at gmail.com, prolificfire at gmail.com. You can also send in your prayer request on the website, prolificfire.com. Either way it go, I'll receive it and get back to you as soon as possible. The phone lines is not open live on Prolific Fire. I used to do that, but I no longer do that because of the real issues comes forth and the Holy Spirit wanting to protect your privacy. The Holy Spirit wants to protect your privacy, so the Holy Spirit has led me to just, just do one-on-one calls with you. So if you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, call 865-408-8690, call a text, or send an email. All that information will be up on all my social media sites immediately following tonight's service. So if you missed it or you listen in but you can't write the information down, don't worry. I'm going to post it. I'm going to post it. So reach out to me one-on-one by calling, texting, or email if you need to. Also, feel free to inbox me on Facebook, like the Prolific Fire Ministry page to do so. Or if you can find my personal pages, it's Prophetess Stacy. If you can find the, the um, my personal page, and when you get on there, let's say Stacy Goler, if you want to find my personal page, inbox me on there. That's fine as well. Or you can inbox me on Instagram at Prophetess Stacy, or DM me on Twitter at Politify. Any of those are fine. But stay stay in line. Talk to me about the word of the Lord. Talk to me what's on your heart, what the Lord has put on your heart, what you're going through. And maybe you need some Bible-based consultation or you need prayer. Let's keep it decent and in order. If you don't reach out for whatever reason, your next opportunity will be on Friday. Join my sister in ministry, Providence Pay, for Faith on the Line with Providence Pay. Friday night, 8 East and 7 Central, 5 Pacific, by calling the same number that many of you call tonight, 347-426-3782. 347-426-3782. Friday night, 8 East and 7 Central, 5 Pacific. That will be up on social media as well. So if you missed it, don't worry about it. It's going to be posted as well. Not tonight, but later this week it will be posted. Tomorrow, in fact, it will be posted. Then join me back here same night, time, and place for another prolific fire. Prophetess Pay will be ministering to us next Monday. I can't wait to see what the Holy Spirit will lead her to say and do. So join us as the Holy Spirit leads her next Monday. With all of that being said, Everybody have an awesome night in the Lord. I'm out.